the stock market. It's taking a pretty bad beating this month, concerning investors and brokers across the country. But how, if at all, does that affect you? What does this mean for someone with a 401k or 403b? What if you're an employee at a public company listed on the stock market? Let's demystify these headlines about the stock market with Aaron Gregg, a Washington Post business reporter. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks for having me on. So, as I said, it's been a turbulent few weeks for investors. Uh, then on Monday, the Dow, which is the benchmark that's used to measure the stock, marks over, stock market's overall direction, that plunged more than 1,100 points. Sum up what's happened for us in the last few weeks and days. That's right. So it's been a really bad start to the year for the stock market. It's gone down uh, by about 10%, depending on which uh, index you look at uh, since January 1st. Uh, and this is compared to the last couple of years, where really since March 2020, we've just seen this steady upward climb uh, with a few blips here and there. But um, basically what's happening is uh, investors are they're reacting to uncertainty. If there's one thing that the market hates, it is not knowing what is going to happen. And there are three big factors right now that are spooking investors. Mm. The first is earnings. There's a lot of earnings being reported this week. There's a sense that maybe they're not going to be as good as they were last year. Last year, corporate profits really surged because they were coming up from such a low floor. It was really easy to impress people with how much money you made because 2020 was so awful. Uh, so now, every big corporation that reports back to Wall Street, they're kind of operating in something resembling more of a normal business cycle. They have to prove themselves once again in a marketplace. And uh, there's a sense that maybe it's not going to be as, as hot as it was last year. Uh, the second factor is Ukraine. Uh, if Russia invades Ukraine, obviously that's a very disruptive event on a global scale. The third factor is the Fed. They're acting really aggressively to control inflation. Uh, Basically, they see the market as being overheated. Uh, Prices are eating into everyone's bottom line. And um, they're going to raise rates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unsure when or how much they're going to do that or how many times. That's sort of the news that investors are waiting for this week. That's why you see things pinging up and down these last two days. But... Basically, what's happening is the investment community is looking at the future of the next year and seeing a lot of question marks. And that's what's causing things to veer back and forth so wildly. And help help the rest of us get our, our minds around this. You, you talk about uh, the Dow dropping 10 per, being down 10 percent. And uh, as we said, uh, you know, 1,100 points. How significant of a drop is that? Well, last year, from the start to the finish of the year, uh, major indices gained about 28%. That means put in $1,000 worth of savings, you know, you make 20% on that. That's a pretty good return. Uh, 10% means you're losing money. Your hard-earned savings are, are, you know, for the short term, they're gone. However, it's important to remember that in most typical years, the market goes up. It's... One thing that an analyst told me is timing the market is less important than time in the market. It's really hard to predict what the market is going to do, but in general, over time, it goes up. That seems very simplistic, but it's true. And so what that means is that 
really it depends on your goals. If, if you're trying to buy a house, for example, on your investment income within the next year, you should probably be concerned. There's no guarantee that you're going to make money on your investments. It might be a red year. Um, mm-hmm. However, if you're a 401k investor or you're, you're looking to save for you know, your kid's college or uh, a house in five years, under those circumstances, you can be pretty sure that these, you know, these blips that we're seeing over the past week, even though they're pretty harsh, are ultimately going to be erased by this long-term trend in the markets, which right. is that the business community becomes more productive uh, and investors respond accordingly. And that means prices tend to go up over the long term. And as we talk about these blips, the S&P 500 dipped into correction territory on Monday. What does that mean? So a correction basically means that the investment community put too high of a price on something and now they're dialing it back. It would be like if, if you bought something at a certain price, you bought a car for $10,000, hoping you could you know, sell it for a, a similar amount or at least not a huge drop, but then uh, you later found out that there's a bunch of stuff wrong with the engine and you're only going to be able to sell it for $2,000, something like that. I see. Basically, investors are looking at what they own and saying, oh, man, it's really not worth what I thought it was. I better sell some. Or, oh, man, it's really not going to be worth what I thought it was in the long term. I need to find a different investment. And so people are pulling back. They're, they're basically finding a new price for the market, and that means that it, it goes down in the short term to something that is viewed as, as a more realistic price for the, for the, the collective investment that investors are making. Well, I'm going to ask the question that's on a lot of investors' minds right now, Aaron. Should we be worried? I think, again, it depends on your time horizon. If you need to get a bunch of cash out of the market quick, yes, you should be worried. You very well could be taking a loss over the next couple of weeks, over the next couple of months, maybe even the year. If your goal is to make money in the long term, save for retirement by investing in a 401k, which is probably the, the main, I mean, most everyday people, that's your main engine for investment is your 401k, uh, you probably shouldn't be worried. Uh, we've seen much bigger drops in the past. Uh, they haven't pinged around as much as, as they have this week, but uh, what investment analysts are telling me is that this is basically just a, a reaction to some temporary uncertainty. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with the economy that should make people worried about investing for the long term. If you're just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking about what the latest plunge in the stock market means for you and your 401k. Coming up in about five minutes, the Bears have a new general manager. We're going to bring you the details of that. So just to to summarize what you were saying there, Aaron, you, you said for folks who are anxious about their 401ks, there's not too much cause for concern right now. Unless you need to cash out that 401k very soon. If you're investing for the long term, there's not much concern. If you really need to cash out your investments within the next couple of months or the next year, then you might lose money. Is now a time to maybe de-risk your 401k? That's a good question. That, that appears to be what a lot of the investment community is doing right now. Can you, However, can you tell us first that, what de-risking means? 
Sure. De-risking is where you leave risky assets that have a high return, like stocks, and buy more uh, solid assets like, like bonds, for example, that might have a lower return but are going to have a high – they're more likely to have a stable long-term value. Um, I think that, it, in general, it doesn't make sense for people to make these kind of decisions themselves unless you're, you're a professional – um, people who spend all of their time uh, studying the market as their job, they have tremendous trouble deciding uh, when should I de-risk. They don't even time it right half the time. So for an everyday person, I think the best strategy is to talk to a financial advisor uh, about what you should do. And then, um, you know, based on your time horizon, based on your investment goals, just sort of stick to the plan on that. What if you're an employee at a public company that's listed on the stock market? I think it really depends on the company. If you work for Peloton, for example, you should be very worried. Peloton really spent a lot of money building out production capacity in 2020 because they thought they were going to be able to ride that work-from-home wave into some sort of uh, just, you know, boom years, several boom years for the company. In reality, that growth has subsided. They're now in a position where they're realizing that they can't sell as many Pelotons as they had hoped to. So if you were one of the employees that was hired for that buildup, uh, you maybe should be concerned about, the, about your job. They're, they're taking serious looks at layoffs right now. Um, if you're a different company that maybe uh, you think is on more firm footing and, and uh, plugs into what you might call the pre-COVID economy, um, you probably might see a good couple of years. Uh, we're still at a pretty bad place with Omicron in terms of new cases and, and, and people dying every day. But uh, the reality is that these waves, over time, they tend to subside. And we could be looking at a, a very good uh, year or uh, even a couple of years, depending on what happens next with the virus. So it really depends on, on what your company does. If they were one of these COVID work-from-home uh, tech darlings mm-hmm. like Peloton, uh, maybe Netflix, then you might be in trouble. If it's a company that is more plugged into what you might call a normal economic cycle, you could have actually a, yeah, a bonus or you know a raise this year. It's hard to tell. And what would you say then to a, a beginner investor Aaron, who wants to get into the stock market game? Is this a good time or should they wait? I think that a beginner investor, if, if your goal is to make funny money in the long term, yes, it's a good time to get in because you always want to be in bef- uh, after this correction has happened. Uh, the worst time to buy into the market is when it is hotter than it's ever been before, and, and that's where it was two months ago. So it's probably a good time to buy. What I would not recommend is hoping to make a very quick profit by buying in and then expecting to walk out two weeks later uh, with a second paycheck. Uh, That's basically gambling. I would not recommend gambling. What I would recommend is putting your money in a mutual fund or an index fund, for example. These are the funds that, based on the past trend, based on the basic truism that the market does go up in the long term, these funds will make you money. That's Aaron Gregg, business reporter with The Washington Post. Aaron, thank you so much for breaking all of that down. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.